Hello and welcome to Whispery Moon Tarot. This is a general reading for my wind signs. Hello. Hope you're having a good week. I'm gonna have a good week. My week just started. I'm gonna reshuffle on it. Didn't feel right. Let's start off with one of these enchanted map oracle cards and go into my normal general. a balancing act here. This is interesting. This is a card I got this morning for myself. Let's see here. <clears throat> balancing act. You are calm within no matter the fluctuation of outer conditions. There are times when things seem to be topsy-turvy and it feels as if you're juggling a thousand balls in the air. Perhaps you're unsure of your footing. Now is the moment to elevate which areas of your life need balance and then restore equilibrium. Choose harmony over discord. Uh, great success will be yours. You'll find your inner stability when you choose uh, a balanced, focused, and level path. It's interesting. It's like a sh there's like a, a tightrope here and a ship balancing on a bubble, on like a soap bubble. <laughs> Fuck. That's how it feels. Ugh. Okay, let's see what's going on for our wind signs here. I got actually went back and looked at my downloads and kind of wanted to see how my signs were breaking down. And interestingly, um, Pisces is still gonna is still being still like the above the rest, which is interesting to me. Um, but the rest of the signs are very uh, they're all very equal, you know, give or take ten or fifteen downloads. So it's interesting to me. Okay. I was like, I wonder how many, you know, Aquariuses I have. I wonder how many Geminis. <laughs> They're all about equal. The only, the only group that has like noticeably more going on for it is the Pisces. And those readings take me goddamn forty-five fucking minutes every time I fucking sit down with those. So it's interesting. You got study truth and integrity and focus where, where should we start let's, let's focus first <laughs> focus what do we need to focus on <clears throat> to the wind signs need to focus on and they're like throwing a massive amount of cards hold on please be chill okay I'm sorry <laughs> they just apologize <laughs> the cards just apologize I'm going to put that one back because I feel like it's <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you need to focus on what makes you happy, what inspires you, uh, your own creative endeavors, possibly how you can step out um, maybe as an entrepreneur and manifest being able to leave yourself out of some institution 
that you might currently be attached to. Yeah, there's some kind of denial happening there. Maybe because you're a mom. It is like they, it's something they don't really talk about is how moms are viewed, especially corporately. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're a mom. All right, I'll throw you in, throw that resume in the trash. <laughs> Your kid's going to get sick and then you're going to have to call off work. And I mean, the, it's amazing because it is like, um, but there is some kind of denial of the empress here, and it's heartbreaking because you're a really good money maker, possibly. Ten of Pentacles is someone who really makes, uh, who does good uh, work and creates lots of stability. So this is, um, the other end of this is this could be something that has to do with maybe even your mother. I'm getting the side thing that if you went your own way when you were a youth, like maybe went and did more risky kind of behavior and maybe got left out from the church. This is some kind of denial that really broke your mom's heart when it came to your family. So I don't know if it's wanting you, <clears throat> especially with the balancing act being over everything there. If you have religious issues, this is asking you to work through some of those. If you don't have any religious issues at all, this is asking you to focus on um, possibly a creative endeavor, possibly something that's like entrepreneurial. Um, it's asking you to manifest that and it will help you possibly leave out in the cold some of this energy that's bothering you. There is some woman here, uh, an empress, who's brokenhearted. That's not going to be you. I don't know if that's your mom. There's a mom here who is going to be upset. Um, but you're going to defend yourself and your home and your children right to the end. Or this mother, this empress, would defend you and your home and your children to the end. So I don't know what's going on with this empress in your life, but either A, she is a blockage, or B, she's there to fight with you, for you. And I don't know why whatever denial you've had or denial and leaving this woman, this mother out in the cold was heartbreaking to the family. There's this energy here to, again, to stand up for home. I mean, if you are a stay-at-home mom, you might have had to feel like you've had to uh, justify yourself. I mean... You know, I always come back to, you know, people, well, I, I work. It's like, yeah, <clears throat> you get in your car and you go get a Starbucks. And then you deal with adults for eight hours. You know what I mean? And then you, you get all this alone time. You're screwing around, blah, blah, blah. Well, a stay-at-home mom never gets a break. She doesn't get a lunch hour. Uh, she doesn't get to stop at Starbucks and listen to her favorite tunes. No, she's still listening to, you know, the wheels on a bus and shit. Um, it's never ending work, especially when you have kids home. They're constantly making a mess. So you, as soon as you clean up the last 
project you did with the kids. You're on to the next thing. They're already bored and you're still fucking picking up from before. And then the next thing is uh, it's end of the day and here comes double shift, dinner, bath, all that shit till you're done, right? Till you hit the, hit the sack. So like there's this attitude that because you're at home possibly all day um, that you don't really put in the effort. But if you were to really like step by step, take how many steps you took in your home today versus how many steps whatever did, you know, to drop her kid off at daycare, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and then stand there at whatever job or, um, you know, uh, whether it's a standing or desk job, right? The reality is, uh, um, you know, if you have more than three kids, uh, daycare is ridiculously expensive. I couldn't imagine having three kids in daycare. God, you'd have to make a decent fucking living to do that, you know? And so there's this whole aspect. Um, what's re- Jesus Christ, what's really happening <clears throat> is those people are feeling guilty because their children aren't getting, uh, you know, good care. Kids in daycare are constantly sick. It's where bullying started. (laughs) It is. Like, my son was bullied immediately in daycare. You know, he wasn't even fucking prepared for that shit. It was good for school, though, because it helped him, blah, blah, blah. I mean, plus we were, you know, we got all the fucking sicknesses, so we were able to work on his immune system uh, when he started preschool. But, you know, you have this other aspect of, you know, when you're able to, you know, be a stay-at-home mom, uh, you know, your kids are actually getting so much better care uh, for the most part if the mom cares, right? I mean, there's other women that just whatever. <laughs> it depends on how many you have. I mean, everyone's different. But the reality is, um, you know, strangers not going to care the same way you are. That child is going to sit in a wet diaper a lot longer than you would allow your child to sit in a wet diaper. Why? Because you worry about their rash and you have to deal with them being upset all day, all night. So it matters more to you than someone who's getting paid $10 an hour and who's going to go home and they don't have to deal with anything when they get home. You know? So it's it's interesting. Like, you're dealing with some aspect here of you know, motherly denial and heartbreak. And I don't know if this, again, I don't know if this is your mom. And maybe maybe you don't have children and your mom is sitting here heartbroken. That's probably it. Your mom's probably sitting here heartbroken that you don't have a family. When are you going to have kids already? When are you going to meet someone, get married, have kids? Well, it's a whole to do. Not every. I think we need as a society to realize that not everybody should be parents and start taking that. Um... <clears throat> Start taking that expectation that you're human and you should fucking have kids away. <laughs> I mean, really, not everybody should have kids. Especially if you're career focused or you like think you're gonna, you know, change the world or something like that. Well, you're not gonna do that towing around a bunch of kids. But you can change the world for your child by doing everything you can and putting your um, achievements aside. And a lot of mothers do that. They put their achievement aside so that they can raise good children. They put their job aside so that they can stay at home. 
They put their future uh, earning potential and their um, and their social security at risk when they take on being a full-time mom. It's a job. Anytime, this is where I come back to. There's a lot of people that do shit, right? This is my whole point. If it would cost money to replace the effort that you put in to something, then it is a job, no matter your payment or hourly rate. It's just a different... Is it work? Yes. Right? So, yeah. Oh, she doesn't work. No, she's a stay-at-home mom. She works three times fucking more than you. And she doesn't get her fucking latte. And she doesn't get to go potty by herself. And if she gets 20 minutes in a goddamn bathroom alone at the end of the day... She's savoring every fucking second of it. You know? So there's a different, you know. Everybody uses these things to make them feel better about themselves, and they come at a cost about making other people feel poorly about themselves. When it isn't a competition, children are work, motherhood is work. Surviving, just surviving, is work. <sighs> Having depression, that's work. <laughs> I mean, we need to change the, you know, how people value themselves. I mean, are you only worth your hourly rate? No, you're more important than an hourly rate. Anybody could do that hourly job. Any, can anybody else be you, be you, be the mom? Of your family, no. Study. Okay, so you need to study. What do you need to study about successful people and how they love what they do? Um, you're feeling manipulated by your mother right now to uh, <clears throat> be alone. I got hermit into two of cups, so I don't know if this is keeping a relationship secret. Or you want to be alone and not be in this relationship anymore because you feel left out in the cold and you want to bring it down tower. <clears throat> this is something you need to study about how successful people love working. It's true. <laughs> you don't meet success. I mean, we, get to, we want to talk about, you know, <clears throat> lazy versus... Um, uh, what's the best way to say that? Focused, right? There is a difference. And the people who can remain focused and work for a long time normally love what they do. It makes it easier. You're being manipulated, though, by your mother here either, again, hermit and two of cups. I don't know how to look at that. Either <clears throat> to stop being alone and find a new relationship, it's it's clarifying it with Ace of Pentacles. Like, you need a new start. So you're being manipulated here. You need a new start. Someone left you out in the cold. Tower. Oh, that's a struggle. You're having anxiety about it. 
about this manipulation here. It's about work. So maybe you're trying to decide whether to go back to school because you want to love what you do. But here's your mom or some kind of energy manipulating you, saying possibly if maybe if you weren't alone in a, in a relationship, you wouldn't, you know, be feeling all these feelings and having this anxiety about school or work. This could be asking you, or this could be saying that if you're in school right now, that it's even, you know, I understand you're trying to do what, are you doing what you love or are you being manipulated by someone else? Are you trying to, um, again, are you trying to make your parents happy? Do your parents want you to be that? Is that why you're doing that? Anyway, you're getting left out in the cold at the end of this with a tower someone is and it's all due to the anxiety that either work or school I'm going to read school because it's under study and it's three of pentacles um this just gives you horrible anxiety maybe you need to drop out the tower someone falling out of the you know what I mean so maybe you're maybe you're sitting here thinking about dropping out of school it is a lot of debt that you're never it's a racket. Higher education is a racket. If, if I were to tell you my true feelings about uh, <clears throat> higher education, especially graduate school, it's just like, it's just dead holes. It is uh, for-profit screw jobs. You can go fucking get that information any other fucking way. You don't need to pay for the rest of your life debt that you can never discharge because <laughs> that's the way it's set up. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up system. Like I said, I wouldn't invest in higher education unless you were going to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> even professors, they make shit. They hardly make any money. Now, like, I have tons of friends that are professors, and it's like, you make that? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, anyway. It's like, fucking, why? It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me what they pay they pay people to teach it really is it's like nothing and then they're like charging these horror you know huge tuitions and then they're paying these and, and you're a dime a dozen the next graduate student comes they're getting all this free fucking uh labor as well free teaching and all this stuff like they're all dime a dozen it's a system again to create debt to then create interest that then is just free money to the banks. I don't know. It's telling you that if you want to do what you love, you might need to go learn about it more. Your possible parents are trying to manipulate you while you're alone, they might want you to get into a relationship and get towards marriage already, but you're leaving yourself out in the cold because of a tower. What's this tower about? Again, it's again, it's just the stress of school. Yeah. And now it's wanting to apologize about about some fuckboy that is flirting. 
king of wands that's uh, immature or flirty. Yeah, yeah. That's a side note. I guess he is wanting to get a divorce and defend himself. I don't know what that's talking about. All right. Truth and integrity. These, like, fucking readings are going slow as goddamn molasses today. What is the truth and integrity of the situation? Here's the hair fan. Are we talking about marriage? Kaboom. Oh my gosh. There was a marriage in which fell apart and you or they got left out. Someone got left abandoned because they chose passion. That's the truth. And they chose. This is really sweet love. I don't know if you're ending a marriage. Again, you feel totally. There's someone here who feels totally isolated and now completely abandoned out in the middle of fucking nowhere. This card is. Um, and the choice is to love. So I don't know if you had someone. Here we got Ace of Cups, Four of. We got a lot of sweet cards here. <sighs> Truth and integrity. I get, if, the, if marriage wasn't going to last. And you were always going to be abandoned. Because the choice would always be to go with passion and love. And possibly love of home. And there's soulmate, really sweet, sentimental energy here, too. I don't know if this is talking about, like, your parents or if it's talking about a relationship or marriage you were a part of. But the, the truth of the situation, I don't know whose situation, what situation, is that the marriage was always going to fall apart because they were abandoned. That is the reason that the marriage ended, is because one person abandoned the other person in some way. And in doing so, allowed that person to choose to fall in love, real love, create a foundation of really sweet, sweet emotions. And they did not express these emotions while going through the divorce. But they were left out in the cold, and so they decided then that it was worth moving on and finding real love. <sighs> I wonder who that's about. Do I clarify anything? <laughs> clarify the tower. Yeah, it was always going to happen, and it was hoped for. <clears throat> people had, people were manipulating and hoping uh, for this marriage to break up. And it, the reason it broke up, though, was because one person was left 
abandoned in some way. Why were they abandoned? Yeah, because of ego. And so again, we have this choice here for really sweet, sweet love. This is my, you know, those first feelings of love card and then the ace of cups which is unconditional love the beginning of love four of wands which is the garden marriage beautiful card uh six of cups which is the soulmate um sentimental really sweet someone uh caring for someone smaller uh, a king of cups, which is a person who holds on to their emotions, and justice. So like I said, whoever went through this held their emotions back about making the choice that they wanted something real after they were abandoned. And they kept that, um, they kept that to themselves during the divorce. So there's the truth and integrity of that situation. It's hard, like, once you get abandoned somewhere, you, you know the truth about someone. When someone leaves you somewhere, and just, whatever, uh, pretty much ends it. You know? I'll give you some tea leaves. I hope that helps with your balancing act. Okay, tea leaves. Let me get all Virgo on my cards right now. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. I can do whatever, but God damn it, my shit's got to be organized. How else am I going to find it when I... How else am I going to find it when inspiration strikes? Oh my gosh, you got teapot. You have a deep friendship with someone. A dark man. You have a deep friendship with someone. A dark man. Ooh, there's going to be marriage. You're going to marry a dark man. Mountain Road, you are on the road to success with this one. So if you're dating a dark-complected man or you are uh, got a deep friendship with this dark-complected man, it, there's definitely marriage. Uh, you're on the road to that. Okay. I'm going to pull out a few more. There's a misunderstanding. But it will be time to go have fun. Every time there's a misunderstanding, you guys will just go have some fun. And they really highly think of you. And this is going to happen in August. So. You're going to go have fun with this dark man in August. He highly, highly thinks of you. You are on the road to success. The marriage. Uh tea leaf is here grapes go have fun okay teapot deep friendship dark man dealings or relationships with a man with dark complexion marriage mountain road you're on the road to success wall 
misunderstanding, grapes, go a time to go out and have fun. So whenever you get into a misunderstanding, it's just time to go out and kind of like, um, I don't know, go for a hike or something. You know what I mean? Go have fun. And that kind of takes the, um, any kind of stress away. Cause truly you're highly thought of, and this will occur, um, sometime in August. Okay. There we go. Wind's all done. You guys have a great week, and I will talk to you later.